Hello, and welcome to Making Number Sense Make Sense, a podcast for elementary teachers, specifically early elementary teachers, looking to really make an impact in the number sense of their students. Have you ever done math conferences with your students? And if you did, how did it go? I have been teaching math and science for a long time, and I can't say that I ever really did formal math conferences, but it's such a simple idea and can have a huge impact on your students. So let me show you how I do my math conferences. I was listening to a presentation by Dr. Nikki Newton, and she was talking about conferring in math class and how visual goal setting is really, really helpful for all students, but especially your students who might be struggling because then they get small achievable goals and they see it. They see it in real life, real time. So I created my own math and goals for kindergarten counting and number sense goals. And it includes number identification, number writing, subitizing, one-to-one correspondence, and rote counting. It is really, really simple to use, really quick to do. I wanted it to be something that I could do quickly, something that the kids would really enjoy, and something where I could take really quick anecdotal notes without having to write everything out. I teach Spanish immersion, so I have an English version and a Spanish version, especially if I send it home for families, maybe Spanish speaking families, then they'll be able to see exactly what it is that they're working on and how they might support at home. I also have a progress collection sheet and on that collection sheet, it has the number range that we're working on and a little check and a X. So if, they, if they've mastered that numeral, they can circle the check and if they're still working on that you can circle the x for your own knowledge to know oh that's a target number for them and that really helps when you're talking to your students about what their goals are because you're like oh you missed four but you got one two three and five so four is going to be the number that we're working on and then you can come back and revisit so the way that this kind of goal setting conference works is you see the student doing math or you might ask them to do a couple tasks with you and see where they're at and after that make sure that you give them a compliment on something that they're doing really really well and maybe offer a strategy or two to help them with something that they were having a little bit of trouble with and kind of set that as your goal for the next thing you're going to work on and after they've achieved all of these small bite-sized goals, they get to color in the section that they've mastered so they can see all the progress that they're making. So to the actual assessment. In this resource, I've included numeral cards, dice cards, finger pattern cards that you can use, but honestly, to make things really easy, I just used a whiteboard, dry erase marker, and my own fingers for the lower numbers and 20 objects for the higher numbers. So what I would do is if we were working on the number range one to five, I would give them the numbers out of order. So I would tell, ask them to tell me like, what is this number? And then if they say four, I'd be like, awesome, let's do the next one. What is this number? And go one through five. And then if they master all of those numbers, they get to color in the section that says you recognize numbers one to five and then you can move on to the next section so the way this works is they kind of go by rows the way that i've set it up is they kind of go by rows or so number writing number recognition counting and supertizing you don't have to go in that order by any means especially since number identification is a little bit more of a challenge than um, counting or supertizing but you can definitely do whatever order you want and whichever it's the needs of your students. So step by step, what was the procedure of this goal setting conference? I asked the students to come over and sit with me that we were gonna do some math together. And since I started this later on in the year, I knew that most of my students at least knew the numerals to five. So I started with numerals, but if I did at the beginning of the year, I probably would have started with counting or 
subitizing since those aren't as number heavy, that's more abstract. So after the numbers, I just drew a dice face. So you can use the dice cards that I have, but I just drew a dice face and I was like, okay, what is this number? And I would show them for a few seconds and then put it down and they're like, ooh, it's four. I'd be like, all right, what about this number? And then they'd say five and I would do all of the dice face and then if they got them all, they could color it in. And if not, would be like, okay, we're working on learning this one. This arrangement is the number four. And as they move on and moved on to 10 frames, so same thing, you could use a 10 frame and, and put your counters on it. But for subitizing, you want it to go a little bit faster. So you could use the 10 frame, you could use the 10 frame cards, or I just drew a 10 frame on. Really simple. How many is this? And I'd be like, ooh, it's six. And I'd be like, okay, great. How many is this? And I just moved through the numbers. And then the last thing I had them do for me was write the numerals, which seems to be the most difficult thing for my students to do because of their fine motor. So I let them use the whiteboard and they love using the whiteboard. And also I've, I mean, students love using the whiteboard anyway, but I've definitely been diving into using whiteboards, vertical whiteboards a lot with my students that they get to write on them and solve math problems with them. So I think they like how easy it is to like erase if they make a mistake and try again so they were really motivated to write on these whiteboards with me like their numbers so i'd say write the number four and then they'd write the four and either write the number two so all of these numbers i'm giving them out of order to know if they really know it and are not just memorizing the sequence and for each mastered skill they color in their square and that was really helpful for me and helpful for them that they know okay i'm working on these numbers these are my target numbers and for me myself to remember, okay, these are the numbers that they're working on. So here and there, whenever we can, I would bring up that number, see if they remembered it, see if we're working on it. And kind of that repetition and knowing that's my goal, that's my goal, really helped them master whatever small bite-sized piece we were working on and move on to the next one. And once they see that they're like really starting to understand things and really starting to make progress, it kind of gives them that um, drive to keep going and keep building their math brain, which is really interesting to see. I had one student who was just missing the number 20. So we had all the numbers except for 20. So I talked to him about it. I was like, okay, our goal is for you to learn that this is the number 20. I think you know it, but couldn't remember the name. So we're going to work on that. So for the next few days, I'd be like, hey, what's this number? Hey, what's this number? And he'd be like, oh, I actually saw this number around. Oh, look, it's right there. It's right there. And a few days later, I was like, all right, can you tell me what this number is or can you write this number? And he absolutely could. And since then he still remembers that number. So just kind of having that narrow focus, like this is what we need to work on. And then you'll be able to meet this goal and color in this square was super helpful for him within days. And then the other students that I started using this goal setting, progress tracking, counting sheet had very, very similar results. They're really motivated to color it in. They're excited to work with me one-on-one. -on -one and they have been making amazing progress. So I will leave the link to the blog post that has everything written out, as well as this resource down below, and you can check it out for yourself. I hope you use math conferences with your students, and let me know how it goes.